0: off the ball football he was lumpy wasn't he but how he moved with the ball for someone of that size Zidane could dance with the ball could dance with the ball and drop his shoulder join in the obsession subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join the football daily on off the ball hello and welcome to Wednesday's football daily I'm Phil Egan we'll start with news of Vera Pau as many expected the FAI confirmed late last night a pow is no longer the Ireland manager. We know she wanted to stay in the role, but the FAI have decided not to renew her contract. There was a six-hour FAI board meeting which included a report on the World Cup campaign in that report was feedback from the players. Pau took over in 2019 and became the first manager to lead the Irish team to a major international women's tournament when the girls in green qualified for this year's World Cup. Ireland got a point in the group. That was against Nigeria. and uh, That was after narrow defeats to Australia and Canada. The noise coming out of the camp during the tournament suggested all was not well. Our reporter Kathleen McNamee was at the World Cup last month
1: and summed things up on off-the-ball breakfast earlier today. I think it has to be the fact that she didn't have the support of the team. Uh, I've seen a lot of fans in particular over the last couple of weeks kind of criticizing anyone who said that Vera wasn't probably going to stay on, but I also don't think you can really stay on when you don't have the support of the majority of your squad. I mean, all the reports over the last couple of weeks have been uh, that, you know, we, we know the things that happened between her and Katie McCabe and that fallout, but I also think that like people maybe focused a little bit too much on Katie and think that this is the reason why Vera is gone. It's not. There was an overall feeling in the squad that she shouldn't stay for any longer. Um, the review that was done reportedly had only two players actually supporting her. And I think when you take everything into account, like the fact that apparently she had the... Backing of a lot of the sponsors. Fans were still relatively happy, but the squad wasn't. The FAI obviously thought that it wasn't really tenable once you lose your dressing room that much to keep her on. Um, Maybe it's time for a fresh start and it's time to move along and um, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on the team now obviously to perform because they are the ones that were unhappy with what was going on with her management so it's gonna be very interesting to see what way they go next in terms of who they get to be her successor
0: the fai will now start the process of finding a replacement for vera pow for now eileen gleason who was a former assistant under pow two years ago will be the interim manager for the Nations League games against Northern Ireland and Hungary. That game against Northern Ireland will be the first women's international at the Yeviva Stadium. Gleeson is the current head of women and girls football in Ireland. Meanwhile, the Spanish Football Federation is considering sacking World Cup winning manager Jorge Vilda. He's been criticised for applauding a speech made by Spanish FA chief Luis Rubiales at a meeting last week. Rubiales was defending his conduct at the final where he kissed the player Jenny Hermosa on the lips without her consent. He's been asked to resign. All of Vilda's staff have stepped down in support of the players. Erling Haaland was named PFA Player of the Year last night after scoring 52 goals in his debut season for treble winners Manchester City. Arsenal's Bakayo Saka received the Young Player Award, while Aston Villa striker Rachel Daly scooped the top women's award her fellow England international Lauren James was named Young Player of the Year. On the pitch last night, Tottenham were knocked out of the Carabao Cup. Spurs, who won the competition in 2008, lost to Fulham on penalties and finished one all after 90 minutes at Craven Cottage. That win in 2008 was the last trophy that Spurs have lifted. Leeds also went out in penalties away to Salford City. Again, it was one all after 90 minutes. Matt Doherty scored twice for Wolves in their 5-0 win over Blackpool. Wolves boss Gary O'Neill said after the game, he fully expects midfielder Mateus Nunes to be at Molyneux beyond the end of the transfer window the Portugal international has gone on strike following interest from Manchester City who have had a 55 million euro bid rejected O'Neill says they haven't received any other offers I can understand when a, when a big club come in for you it can be unsettling but um, there are ways that you should and shouldn't deal with it and I uh, yeah, I have, I have my own views on it that I will share with with Matthias when I get the chance. Elsewhere last night, Crystal Palace came from 2-0 down to beat Plymouth 4-2. Bournemouth with 3-2 winners away to Swansea. Luton got past Gillingham by the same scoreline. League 2 Mansfield beat Sheffield Wednesday on penalties following their one all draw at Hillsborough. Well, Brentford needed penalties to avoid an upset against Newport. Five more ties tonight. Chelsea will look to avoid an upset when they host 4-tier AFC Wimbledon. Everton will go in search of their first win of the season when they travel to League Two Doncaster. Nottingham Forest hosts Burnley in the only all-Premier League clash tonight. All the big guns will be in tonight's third-round draw, which takes place after that Everton game. Rangers will try to qualify for the group stage of the Champions League for the second season in a row. They're level with PSV Eindhoven ahead of the second leg in the Netherlands. That's in the playoff tie. It's two-all from the first leg. Manchester United will have to do without defender Raphael Varane for this weekend's Premier League trip to Arsenal. The 2018 World Cup winner was forced off during last Saturday's 3-2 win over Nottingham Forest. He joins Luke Shaw, Mason Mount and Rasmus Hoyland on the injury list. Liverpool captain Virgil van Dijk's been charged with acting in an improper manner following his red card against Newcastle on Sunday. The Dutch international initially refused to leave the pitch and then remonstrated with an official after being sent off in their 2-1 win. He'll miss the game against Aston Villa on Sunday, but he could have his ban increased. Wales international Dan James has been ruled out of their Euro 2024 qualifier against Latvia due to an injury. A high problem we'll see him miss next month's friendly against South Korea as well. Tom Lockyer, who collapsed during Luton's Championship playoff win in May, has been recalled. And Wales boss Rob Page says it's great to have him back. We all watched the events unfold in the playoff final, and um, we're all concerned. Um, and it's been nothing but positivity since that day. So he, he's had some great news, um, back to normal, and. Um, and now playing in the Premiership. Brighton have signed Cameroon-born midfielder Carlos Boliba on a five-year deal for 27 million euros from French side Lille. The 19-year-old made his debut for the French club 12 months ago, and he'll fill the role left by Ecuador midfielder Moises Casado, who joined Chelsea from Brighton for a British record fee of 115 million pounds. Jed Spence has joined Leeds from Tottenham on loan for the season. Spence was on loan with Rennes last season. He's made just four Premier League appearances for Spurs since he joined from Middlesbrough in 2022. Eintracht Frankfurt striker Randall Colomuani has told the club he won't train as he tries to force a move to PSG. The PSG target says he wants to move to the French champions because it's a unique chance for him. It means the France international won't be involved in tomorrow's Europa Conference League qualifier against Levski-Sofia. And Megan Rapinoe will play her final match for the USA in Friendly against South Africa on the 24th of September. Rapinoe has played in four World Cups, including the 2015 and 2019 editions. Before this summer's World Cup, she confirmed that she planned to retire when the NWSL season finishes up in November. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.